Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Empowerment with Elizabeth. Today I'm here with my sweet new friend, Holly, and she is going to talk to us about being a state title holder and the Miss Volunteer America organization. So Holly, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, Elizabeth. Thank you so much for having me. I am so stoked to be a part of this. My name is Holly Huber. I am Miss Alaska Volunteer. Um, As far as schooling, I've gone to school for my associates in nursing, my bachelor's of marketing. Um, I like to consider myself a career student, but um, I've ended up in the finance realm. I work for a bank right now. And if you know me, you know I love my dogs and my exotic plants more than anything. I love it. I love it. She does it all. She does it all. (laughs) Okay. So talk about how you got started in pageantry. Okay. Have you ever seen Toddlers and Tiaras? Of course. That is like the biopic of my life. I was the toddler in Tiara. My mom was such a huge pageant mom. She has five kids and all of us did pageants, including my brothers. So I have been doing it since I was a good two or three years old and I fell in love with it. And I'm the only one of us that's actually stuck it out. There you go. I love it. So talk about how you came across the Miss Volunteer America organization, because that feels very different from like toddlers and tiaras pageants. (laughs) Absolutely. So um, pageantry is really shifting. If you look at what it used to be versus what it is now, there is such a focus now on community involvement and platform development and being a real part of your community, being a leader um, instead of just a face. So I competed for Miss Alaska USA a few times, and I had the wonderful coachings of Troy Smith. He is amazing. He owns Crown Pageantry. And this last year, he became the director of the Alaska chapter for the Miss Volunteer America organization. And he reached out to me and he said, I see you're back in Alaska. I think you would be a great fit for this pageant. I'm the director, so I can't help you, but I'd love if you gave it a shot. And it had been a few years since I did a pageant, and I loved everything that the uh, Miss Volunteer organization stood for, and I gave it a go, and here we are. I love it. I love it. Here you are. Um, Okay, so talk about your talent. So what is it? How did you select your piece? If it's something to do with music, kind of walk us through that process. (laughs) So my talent is kind of a funny story. I consider myself a very charismatic, energetic person. I love talking. I love attention. I love being a performer. Um, I'm a professional model, so being on stage is not something that's new for me. And for this pageant, I was like, I'm going to sing Carrie Underwood. I got up on stage and I did sing Carrie Underwood. I didn't do it well, but I did it. Um, To be totally honest, I forgot the words halfway through. But I just danced around and I nailed it. For the national pageant, though, um, I'm going to be reciting a monologue about mental health. One of my absolute strongest skills is being an eloquent public speaker. And I can use my time on stage, I feel, to really, like, drive home a few points that I think are more than worth remembering. I love that. I love I love that you just went for singing. Just eventually <laughs> just carry Underwood. Like, not like... Let me see what the easiest song to sing is. No, you were like, I'm going to sing probably one of the most difficult songs that I could think of. I love that. (laughs) Right before, um, so we competed October 8th and September, early September, I went to Las Vegas with my best friend and we went to a Carrie Underwood concert. So I just felt so inspired and I was like, I can tap into my inner Carrie and nail it. And you know what? I nailed it. It was an A for effort. I love it. I love it. <laughs> you won. So that says something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Okay, so talk about your platform. You know, what is it? What work have you done so far this year? And what are your future plans for it? 
Sure. So um, I've been developing the same platform since I was 16, uh, really to talk about mental health. Right now, it's called um, No Empty Hearts. It is a program that really focuses on educating and providing people with local mental health resources, um, free clinics, food banks, support groups, anything that they can use to better themselves. So I go around and I literally just tell people what's available and I help them get connected with that. So I sort of act as a middle person um, and let people know what's available in their specific communities. Here in Alaska specifically, mental health is a nasty epidemic. Um, we have one of the highest teen and young adult suicide rates. And I just, I know in my heart that this is something that needs to change and that I can be the one to change it. So as of late, since I've got my my title, I have worked with a local organization called AWARE. It is a uh, women's shelter, but they also provide all kinds of mental health resources, housing for people all over the state of Alaska. And they're just, they're so wonderful. And I'm so lucky to be able to give my time to them. I love that. My my CSI, because I'm, you know, I'm in the Miss America system. My CSI is food insecurity. And one thing that I've realized Absolutely. with food insecurity is that there is so many resources and the issue is not a lack of resources. It's just people knowing about them. So I love that that's like your main mission is to just in general, connect people to resources because a lot of times they just don't have the knowledge of those. And there's all that stigma around it. Like I, I used to be so embarrassed to admit that, you know, for a while, my mom was a single mom with five kids and we went to the food bank. We went and picked up our groceries from the food bank. We, got free lunches from the school. And it used to be so embarrassing as a child to admit that. But looking back on it, I am so lucky to have been able to have access to those resources. And I think that talking about it and making it normal will really help get rid of that stigma and make this more accessible for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. I love that. Okay. So talk about, this one's kind of a hard question. Talk about why the judges chose you to represent the state. My competition was stiff. I feel like Alaska is full of such passionate, educated, talented people that going into it, I knew I was really going to have to work my tail off. But I am incredibly rooted in my belief and I have conviction. I know what I'm about. I've spent the last eight or so year connecting with local governments up and down the West Coast, from California to Oregon to Washington to Alaska, to really talk about the change that needs to be made and inspire that impact. And I think uh, my public presence and self-reassurance really uh, played well and secured me the title. And um, this year, I focused so much more on telling them about me instead of telling them what I think they wanted to hear. And that really put me over the edge and helped me stand out from other people. I love that. Okay, so talk about your prep for Miss Volunteer America. You know, it's coming up in a few months. So what have you been doing? What have you been focusing on? Um, What are your goals for your prep? So um, I worked with a lot of local organizations to I've done a couple food drives, a couple clothing drives. I've uh, gone to the elementary schools and talked to students about what it looks like to be a little leader and how to empower each other and understand that everybody comes from different backgrounds and needs different things. So that's been my community involvement. But personally, Um, I really stepped back and taken a big focus on self-care and tailoring both mental and physical health and regimens to create that sense of confidence that I need. So not only going to the gym, 
but also writing in my journal, not only meal prepping, but also letting myself still enjoy, you know, a slice of cake every now and again, and really doing what I think is best for me instead of what the internet says is best. Oh, I love that. That sounds so healthy. And I love that, like, I've been interviewing a ton of pageant girls. And I feel like the shift is definitely towards as far as prep goes for national competitions, it's definitely shifting towards like mental preparation and making sure that, you know, like you're, you are visualizing, uh, you know, like the week of and making sure that you're mentally prepared for that. And I, and I love that. Like you're the second person to talk about journaling, which I just think is so grounding. And my mom growing up always said a problem written down is a problem solved. I love So I don't like the way I look in my dress. I write down, I write down what I don't like and I write how to change it. And it's just such a great way to work through your emotions without bottling them up or taking them out on someone else. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's pure genius right there. I'm like, I want that on my gravestone. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So what has been your favorite appearance so far this year? Um, well, this one, of course. <laughs> no, I I love, love getting the chance to talk about my platform, especially with other pageant girls, because they get it. They get all the work that goes into it, and they get all the details and how much you have to do. Um, but a close second would definitely be meeting with Governor Dunleavy to really discuss what mental health in Alaska looks like, because you know, he's our governor, but I've noticed that that is something that's definitely taken a backseat in his campaign and his political career. So being able to sit down with him and speak with him from experience and tell him what people in our state are experiencing on a community level was really refreshing. And I think it really helped me feel like I was taking a stride to make that change. That's so special that he was willing to meet with you. I love that. And I always love whenever legislators recognize, you know, how much, like you were saying, how much effort girls, you know, that compete in pageantry put into their platforms. And Absolutely. Uh, I, I love when they give them a seat at the table. So that's awesome. I love that he's done that for you. That, that's really Me great. too. Me too. Okay. Final question. If you could give one piece of advice to a first year title holder, what would it be? Get to know your community. If you don't know the people and you're not involved, you're not going to be able to make that change and make that impact. You need to be connecting with people so that they recognize you, they trust you, and you're able to work for them and with them. Yeah, that's, that's awesome advice. And you're the first person that said that. I love that. And I think that that's so true. You know, like if you know your clientele, if you know who you're dealing with, that's marketing 101, you know, exactly. (laughs) So that's great advice. Well, thank you so much, Holly, for being on and, Coming and chatting so and, much fun. Uh, you know, giving, giving us all the, the 411 and what you've been doing so far this year. And just know that we'll be rooting for you in June. Thank you so much for having me. I hope you have a wonderful day. We'll talk soon. Yes. And I will see the rest of you guys on our next episode. Bye, y'all.